Okay, so it says that we're at Dream Cafe, but we're I don't think we're not. We're at British Brewing Pub, right? Company. Company. Okay. BBC. British Brewing, and we're here because we're supposed to write these director's notes for Dracula, and I hate writing director's notes, so I'm just going to record with Mike Federico, and we're going to talk a little bit about why we decided to do Dracula, but before that, I'm going to ask Mike, what's, what, do you have like a favorite adaptation of Dracula? Um, yeah, I mean, I think because of probably nostalgia reasons and when I saw it and just the fact that my wife loves it, I think Coppola's, for all of its weird yeah. problems that we have, you and I talk about, sort of the Winona and uh-huh. Keanu and things. But it kind of makes me love it even more. Yeah. Like you said once, you think Coppola told part of the cast they were in a comedy and part of the cast they were in the most dramatic movie ever. I really do think so, especially in that one scene where Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing is describing how Lucy gets killed. And it's just his delivery of the line. It's like, yeah, yeah, she found, cut off her head and she found peace. Right. And they're like, doctor. Uh, And it's... I think it totally works and I have to agree I mean I'm older than you are so like my first and I'm not even saying that Bram Stoker was your first Dracula but like my first Dracula was Christopher Lee mm-hmm. in, From, the, in the Hammer yeah in the Hammer movies and so growing up that's who I thought Dracula was and I loved it because he, he Christopher Lee never approached the role as kind of like this romantic character unlike Coppola's, right? Right. Christopher Lee's was like, he was a monster. Right. He's a monster and make no bones about no it. No bones yeah. about it. He wants to kill you. And even even in his seduction of the women, it, he's, he's still terrifying. Right. And the women just seem to fall for him. Because um, he's got that voice. Because he's got that voice <laughs> and that stare. And it's like, it's not even like it doesn't even get rapey. Like, it doesn't even get rapey. He, he's not doing anything. He's just, yeah. He's just like, come to me. And they do. But, you know, I, I saw Bram Stoker's during the formative years. Yeah. And so then Gary Oldman became, became. my well, Dracula. And I think both of those things, and, and I think, you know, we talked about it with, with our own adaptation, which is, I think, very different than both of those. But the Hammer films and Coppola's embrace this sort of heightened style that I I think the the story needs and you know right. not that there aren't real moments I'm not saying that but there is this sort of like everything is urgent and this it's a melodrama and, yeah, I mean and, we can't forget that right either it's so okay before we get into our adaptation right what do you like about the story the, just the original Dracula yeah. story yeah if to go back to Stoker's, I think um, one. I actually think he's doing some things that are really pretty scary, especially for the time. Uh-huh. Um, but I think there are ways that he is talking about. I don't think he can fully go there because when he's writing, or maybe just he wasn't that guy. But that he's actually dealing with the idea of um, this that that someone like Nina is on the brink of of liberation mm-hmm. in a way if that makes sense yeah and that he kind of writes around the sort of taboos of Victorian England right especially when it comes to sex and especially mm-hmm. when it comes to how women are supposed to view that 
in in Vic, Vic, in the Victorian era in, in England. Um, and I think he he does some things that you look back and you're like, oh damn, man! Yeah. Like this was yeah, this was pretty racy. It was bold. Um, and there's also something about, and maybe this is, I don't know, looking too much into it, him being an, an Irish writer, there is something that I think, there's this like line of Irish writers, the way they can kind of poke fun at the English class system yes. is really effective, and I think he does that really well. Yeah. Um, so those were a couple things that stuck with me, that even when we started talking about things we wanted to keep or themes we wanted to keep, those two things were pretty big right. for me. I agree with you. I think it is he he he's really successful at just kind of broaching subjects that he otherwise would not be able to. No. Like you have to, to have about. a vampire. Yeah. Like you it, can't it has to be about biting on the neck. It has to be about blood. Any, blood. Mm-hmm. Anything other than, you know than what it what I think it's about, which is this female awakening, right? This, yeah. Specifically of a female sexuality. Um, and I don't know where on the fence Bram Stoker lands. Like, I, I can't really tell if Bram Stoker's like, yeah, I understand that women want bad boys, but it's up to us to keep them in line. Right. What do you think? I don't, I don't know. And I, I think it's, it's always interesting and it's sometimes hard to do is like, even if he thought like he's recognized sort of the things that were happening, there's still this 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 social constructs in place. There's like how far can he even imagine it going? Right. You know. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's like. Um, it's, yeah, that's true. It's funny. Like I was. I this is. I, mean, I know I'm already jumping around, but like was teaching theater history, Liz Estrada. And you see some of the things that even Aristophanes was doing 2,000 years ago. But there's still... He can only go so far even in what he can imagine. Yeah. Like, in no world does he see the sort of true equality. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Does that make any sense? It makes total sense because in, in those times, women were not citizens. Right. So they're talking about... I mean, and we don't have to go that far back. We can go back to our constitution, you know, in this mm-hmm. country where, where the founding fathers were like, all men are created equal. But when they were talking about all men, they meant all white men, right? Who, who like, they, owned land and right. shit. Yeah. They weren't even talking about women or, or people of color, people of color yeah. or anything like that. And it's like they can't. So so I think it's, as some of the progress, what we would call like progressive things Stoker is doing, I think there's just... There's a limit to what he can even... Because of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so then, why now? Like, what, what? what is it about our adaptation? And I have to say that at first, when we first started discussing um, doing Dracula, we did come across this kind of like, well, it's played out, you sure. know? I've always wanted to do it, but then you said to me, it's played out. And I was like, you're right, you're right, it is. Like, we've. there's nothing new that we're going to bring to Dracula if we do it the, the, way, the way everybody, everybody does yeah. it. So, and even the way that a lot of the things that we love, like right. versions that we love, uh-huh. why try to do that again? Why? It's been done. Um, so let's talk a little bit about our adaptation and the, 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 you know, Van Helsing, making Van Helsing a woman and making Dracula this kind of like genderless thing. I think, I think oddly enough, the, the the way in for me when you and I started talking about it, even before we got to Van Helsing being a woman and, and sort of the things we're doing with Dracula, was the one thing that we thought most stories lacked was actually in regard to Mina. 
And I, I think especially in Stoker and then even in the Coppola, mm-hmm. Mina actually should be the protagonist of the story. It's true. Um, she's set up to be the protagonist of the story, um, and yet it almost always goes away. Right. The book especially, like, she does all of these things to move us forward, and then it's like, well, you're kind of done now, right. kid. Let's protect her. We've got yeah. to protect her. And so I think when we started re-looking at... Mina, or looking at Mina and making Mina active and making Mina the driving force behind the storytelling, that led naturally to, well, if Mina's this thing, that forces us to do this with Dracula. Right. Which then I think forces us to do this with Van Helsing. Right. And so I think, to me, it's still, at least for when I was working on it, really started with with Mina. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think... Our Mina is our Mina is is different is different. I, Maybe not as obviously as our Dracula and our Van Helsing are different, but I think our Mina is actually very different than most Minas that we see. I agree, and I I would venture to say that our Mina is closer to the Mina that I think most modern women who like the novel. Um, um, re- relate like in they they relate to they will relate to our Mina more than I think a traditional Mina or I do, whatever I do or like too. our Mina because I, I I guess our Mina is the Mina that I've always wanted to see because right. I'm not gonna lie like given the choice my whole life I would choose Dracula sure I would choose, okay. who wouldn't I mean I know that from like maybe the Victorian male perspective the idea of like I've got to save the girl right mm-hmm. but if I would put myself in Mina's shoes in that time and I was given the choice of like being the proper English wife who does everything to please society and her husband and the total freedom that Dracula you know kind of represents kind of represents I would go with the total freedom even if it meant that I would be a pariah yeah even if it meant that I would be hunted down and I think I think that's like one of this such an interesting aspect of the story and I think that is what we looked at like it's it's she's she's in some ways not given an option and I think right. we finally were like well, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. What if Mina had a choice? <laughs> yeah. What if, yes. And, yeah. and, and Mina is in, in the book and in most incarnations, she's extremely intelligent. Yep. Um, but also understands the sort of social law rules right. of, of the time, even in a way that Lucy doesn't because mm-hmm. Lucy's so rich she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. It's there all, are different things yeah. she has to do, but it's it's not like she's not in the same place. But it's like, yeah. as far as class, like Lucy, those things don't touch Lucy. Lucy doesn't have to worry about the rules that Mina worries right. about because she is so rich. Right. You know, it is almost guaranteed because she has so much money, she will find a husband who has so much money. Right. And then. Lucy doesn't have to think about how she's going to live, or no. she has all the freedom and, in the and, world. And Lucy, even in, which is not was not always the case, but Lucy has a. There are three men who are clearly in love with Lucy, and I do think they are. Yeah. Um, she gets to pick, right? You know, she's not being handed off to someone, which was right. so often that you know, sort of these marriages of. I don't know, of convenience, convenience and, uh-huh. and exchanges of wealth and, and, and our families will 
be great right. together. Right. And and Lucy doesn't even really have to do she does end up choosing the wealthiest. The, the richest one because she's not an idiot. Right. But I do also think she I think she loves Arthur. Yeah, I think that, I think her and Arthur are are made for each other. And I, I don't think and I know this is one thing that I when when we were talking about it, I did say to you that I didn't want to portray the men as being complete dicks. Like we're not crapping all over the men. No. The men are just men of their are, of their period. Yeah, that's they are products of their of era. their time. <clears throat> and I think and I think that is And it just happened to be a shitty time for women. Yeah. Um and I, I, you know, and, and what's always, I think, what, why Dracula is still adapted over and over or referenced and all this is because some of these things we haven't quite figured out yet. Right. Um, so I do think some of the, the stuff that Mina deals with, even in our version, is, like, not that far from some of the things uh, that, I, that, that I think women still still have to deal with. Right. You know? I will agree. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, will agree. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think, again, it, for, for me, that was the key into doing something that, that is different. Um, I think it's still, you know, I keep telling, when people ask me about it, it's like, it's still, I think, super fun and scary and sexy and all those right. things, but I do think starting with saying, okay, how do we make Mina the driving force of this thing? And then that naturally changed all the things around it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I love all these things and I love all it, asking all these different questions and, and posing like a different point of view and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, right. we just really wanted like to have lots of blood and pretty costumes and sure. scare some I mean, people I, for Halloween. Of course. I don't want to get away from, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's, it's, uh, like I, I go back, like I think Frankenstein, which is written like 70 something years before, mm-hmm. uh, 70 or 80 years before Dracula. I think Frankenstein is as a novel, a, a better novel. Superior. Mary Shelley is just a much better writer. Yeah. Um, but, but I do think Dracula is a lot scarier. Mm-hmm. I think just the time that passed. Right. We were, they were able to start doing more. Right. Right. Um, and so to me, like, yeah, like, even in Stoker, like, he does some really creepy stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think either you or I wanted to lose that aspect no. of the story. Not at all. Um, and to go back to your Christopher Lee comment, while our Dracula is different, and I think maybe a little more complex than some, I don't know, not all, but she's, I mean... She's kind of terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still, it's still a monster, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I never wanted to change that. Let's, I, I don't want no. anyone to think, you know, I mean, of course, it's a romantic story. It's a romantic novel, and it's romantic, and there's something about Dracula that is attractive. Sure. But... In the end, Dracula is a monster, mm-hmm. and Dracula will take what Dracula wants. Right. And it's up to you and the choices you make how Dracula deals with yes, you. Yes, definitely. And I, I think that was one one thing that yeah that I that I kind of love about it. And um, you know, yeah, man, it's it's October. It's gonna be October. It's gonna like I want people to be right tingly and you know that feeling you get in in a in a horror movie and Um, and have some sparkly blood yeah definitely okay well thanks we're at a British pub Pub. which I guess turned out to be perfect for this conversation let's eat eat some burgers let's eat a burger (laughs) alright